It's fleeting. And yet it's such a huge part of our lives. It can bring us happiness. It can touch us. It can bring us to tears. And it can inspire us. How many things can you say that about? Welcome to the Only Child Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Wallace. Have you ever felt like you didn't receive the how-to brochure on life? That you didn't get enough guidance about major life issues? So did I. You don't have to be an only child to feel this way. In my podcast, we'll explore some of the best ways to better navigate adulting while doing so with humor and light. Welcome everyone to the Only Child Diaries podcast. Today, I want to talk about music. It's been raining here heavily for at least the last 24 hours. So if you hear some distortion in the background, that's what it is. Last night, I went to the barn and came home covered in mud, but also was soaked to the skin. But that's what having a horse means. I will hear people say they love the rain. People who have horses don't necessarily share that feeling. Sure, we love the rain, and sure, we know we need it, but it means we're going to get wet, and our horses are going to stay inside, mostly, until everything dries out. And we don't mean the sidewalks. We mean the dirt. The dirt will turn to mud, and a horse's legs can't really deal with mud safely. So that's usually close to a week. In the meantime, that pent-up energy has to go somewhere, and the horses start to get grumpy. (laughs) Good times. Anyway, we're talking about music today. Two things I watched this week inspired me for this episode. The first one was The Greatest Night in Pop on Netflix about the making of We Are the World to Benefit USA for Africa. Now, you might have seen something about this legendary night before, but this film really spells out how it all came together as told by singer Lionel Richie who co-wrote the song with Michael Jackson. It also talks about Ken Cragen and how he helped put it all together. Ken was instrumental in the history of We Are the World and also Hands Across America. If you want to experience a feel-good kind of film, this one is for you. I was lucky enough to spend a few weeks speaking with Ken Cragen on and off when we honored him at one of my previous jobs for his part in Hands Across America. Despite his Hollywood connections, he was down to earth, kind, and very generous with his time. He had incredible stories to tell about the process of We Are the World and Hands Across America. Imagine working with all those incredible artists. I hope at some point, you get a chance to see The Greatest Night in Pop. The second thing I watched this week was the Grammys. Now, I admit that I am a child of the 80s. I love 80s music. That's my decade. Although I can appreciate and often listen to new music, but music 
isn't my biggest hobby. So I'm often out of the loop on who some of the newest artists are. And these award shows often have me saying, who is that? Yeah, I'm showing my age, right? Well, this time, I did say that a few times, but they had an incredible mix of artists from all generations, including Stevie Wonder. And who doesn't love Stevie Wonder? I remember I attended a political rally of sorts in an old theater in downtown LA years ago, and Stevie Wonder came out and sang a song a cappella. <laughs> wow. It was amazing. His voice traveled through the space in the building, and it was clear that he didn't need any filters or amplification to sound good. His talent is pure. Stevie was part of the in memoriam section of the show, which is always sad and heartfelt. You don't always know the people they are showing on screen. Some of them are behind the scenes. It's still hard to watch because there are always people that you know, and some that you forgot past in the last year. Also, part of this section was Annie Lennox singing Nothing Compares to You in honor of or in memory of Sinead O'Connor, who passed away. And I admit, it cut to my soul. I've never been a big Annie Lennox fan, but she really sung her heart out. They also had Joni Mitchell singing Both Sides Now, which I admit I remember hearing as a kid a lot. I remember hearing it wherever I went, and I couldn't get it out of my head. Do you have songs like that? The lyrics are in part, I've looked at clouds from both sides now. And I used to think she was talking about clowns. I've looked at clowns from both sides now. I laugh at that. I didn't really get the gist of the song. And I was a kid, after all. I've looked at clowns from both sides now. Well, that could be a song as well, right? Two other performances of note were Fantasia Barino singing Proud Mary with a host of equally fantastic dancers channeling Tina Turner. And finally, Tracy Chapman made a rare appearance to sing Fast Car with Luke Combs as a duet. Her voice didn't miss a beat, and the country singer obviously was a fan as he mouthed the words during her parts. Again, I was never a huge Tracy Chapman fan, but it's certainly an iconic song, and it cut me to the core. I was crying through the whole thing. This all got me to thinking, again, about music and the part that music plays in our lives. For me, music has always been the soundtrack to my life. I associate certain songs to certain times in my life. I always seem to have music on in the background whenever possible. Music is so present in our lives, but at the same time, so intangible. You can't touch it. 
It's fleeting. And yet it's such a huge part of our lives. It can bring us happiness. It can touch us. It can bring us to tears. And it can inspire us. How many things can you say that about? I've often wished that I could belt out a song as well as some of these singers at the Grammys. Maybe I could if I really applied myself. I just don't think I have it in me. I don't think I'd have much range and I would hit a lot of bad notes. I'm also really self-conscious. I admit it when I sing in front of other people, even my husband. He usually ends up laughing at me anyway, and I intentionally will hit a sour note to make it seem like I'm making a joke out of it after all. One thing I could never understand is people who drive without listening to music, those who drive in silence, at least by themselves. I want to be listening to something to make the time go by easier. I want to feel like I have company in the car. And music is a lot of company. When I have someone else in the car, often we'll be talking, so I won't have music on then or the volume will be way down. But if we're driving a long distance, we will be listening to music, or, well, I admit, sometimes a podcast. Some of my best memories are concerts or musical performances that I've attended. Hearing music live is one of the best experiences life has to offer. Hearing the music directly from the artist and sharing that music with other people who enjoy it. Priceless, the common experience. When I was growing up, we hardly ever had music playing in the house. Okay, well, sure. My mom enjoyed listening to the radio, especially in the morning. We had that to get us going. She had a portable radio that we kept in the hallway. It also served us well because they would keep saying the time, so I wouldn't be late for school. But we never had a stereo or anything that really let the music sing out throughout the house. My parents bought a piano so I could take lessons, which I did starting at age eight. I guess that was music floating through the house, but there were a lot of sour notes as I started to learn a piece and it was only classical music that my teacher taught me. I remember one time I had a cassette recorder, and this would have been starting like in junior high, and my dad really liked the song by Neil Diamond and Barbara Streisand, You Don't Bring Me Flowers. I had bought the tape for him, and he wanted to listen to it over and over again. So I played it for him on my cassette player. But it certainly wasn't something that sang out, right? Nowadays, my husband has all his bass guitars here. Why did I ever think that when he started playing bass years ago, that he would be able to get by with just one guitar? <laughs> the house is littered with guitars. But he'll sometimes just play his bass alone, and other times he'll plug it into his amp so it will be much louder or he'll play along with the soundtrack. Still, it's great to have music in the house. I'm hoping someday, soon, 
I'll be brave enough to see if I can still play the piano. At least I still know chopsticks. How does music fit into your life? How important is it to you? And are you musically inclined? If you like, please comment on social media and let me know. Well, folks, that's all I've got for today. Next week, we'll tackle another topic together. I hope you'll join me. If you like this episode, please follow the Only Child Diaries podcast on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you might listen on. And consider rating Only Child Diaries and writing a review. It helps others to find us. Please share it with a friend you think might like it as well. Visit my Instagram page, Only Child Diaries, or Facebook, Only Child Diaries Podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Tracy Wallace, and these are the Only Child Diaries. Diaries.